We were 14 going to under 18 raise, leaving the house at like 9.30. I want to be thinking about it. See, I think about food. <laughs> like, tell me, like, what, <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> you just said what now? Spit in my mouth. <laughs> Hi everybody, I'm Omotoyosi. Hi everyone, it's Maxi. Hi everybody, it's Gracie Baccaray and we are the Milf and Honey, Honey Podcast. Podcast. And we have a very special guest. As you can guest. see, Good we evening, have guys, how are you doing? <laughs> the infamous. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but your introduction was not, you know, the way you came dripped down, you know. Listen, your entourage, entourage everything. And we just got a hey, hey guys, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do that again? Do you want to introduce okay. yourself? Hi guys, how are you doing? <laughs> and what's your, what's what's your name for the people listening? I'm Pastor Toby. Okay. okay. And, um, what else should I call myself now? <laughs> Which, AKA PT. AKA, 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 AKA Drip Master. Um, AKA. No. Uh, no, no, no. You are definitely the Drip <laughs> Master. <laughs> drip Master. 100%. <laughs> so, how have you been? I've been good. I'm good. I'm. Uh, we're keeping away from Omicron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but um, apart from that, preparing for Christmas. Yeah. yeah and. Just vibing. Do you have any significant plans for Christmas? We did, but now you have to be a bit more responsive. Yeah, yeah, yeah We're going to do a show, though. We're going oh. to do some lovely show and in a warehouse, and it's going to, you know, just okay, that's shake the city. Oh, <laughs> all right now. But now we can't, but, but now we can't do that. Um, oh. Because oh, well, you can still do it. No, you can, you can still do masks. Everyone yeah. has to wear masks. And you have to do the lateral flow. And the yes. lateral flow. Yeah, I, I think if something Protocol. goes wrong from that, it's going to be a noise. Oh, yeah. Well, like is irresponsible. Yeah. Um, and everyone's looking to, <laughs> you know, Pastor Toby. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you girls? How's your week? Uh, week's been it's busy. It's just proper busy work and other stuff and children, all of that good stuff. I ain't done but a damn thing this week. Really? Nah. It's busy, man. Nothing. Like already. I haven't done anything. Hmm. What, what have I done this week? Hmm. FaceTime? Oh, yeah, obviously I'm on the phone to my man. Oh, you got... Oh, you got a... You, you, got, you, you got... Okay. <laughs> you got a man? But anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, my week's been all right. How about you guys? <laughs> You're an idiot. Um, nothing has actually happened this week. I've been really good, you know. How are the kids? They're with their fathers. I'm living my best life. Oh, okay. Enjoy, baby girl. Yes, Fair yes, enough. Yes, 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 yes. So we have a couple topics that we want to yeah. go through with you. Um, and as you know. In the entire London, you're very much known. Um, and you're mostly known as somebody who's a leader to the youth. Right. You mentor a lot of youth and you get them a lot uh, out of like the gutter, as people like to say. <laughs> That's what they like they to say. Them. They get yeah. out. <laughs> In terms of you, you have been doing this for years, for right. a long time. And obviously COVID is now coming and COVID is, has a new way of life. Mm. How yeah. does that affect how you mentor these yeah. young adults or young children? Well, luckily for us, we, um, unlike the typical church, you know, the typical church, you have to have a building, you Mm -hmm, all meet mm -hmm, in the mm -hmm. same place, you talk to them. Mm -hmm. I think I see we knew COVID was coming. We didn't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But we've always had these centers. Mm -hmm. 
around little centers, mm-hmm. homes. And when we started that model for people, it was weird. It's like, why are you mm-hmm. doing this? But now that worked out for us for um, the period and the times we are in because mm-hmm. it's just like walking from home. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, um, yes, it could be, you can call it social work and all mm-hmm. that, but it's still working from home, mm-hmm. um, making sure that you, the young people are in a setting, a home environment, mm-hmm. because that's that's the problem with our of community. Course, yeah. Once mm-hmm. the family goes wrong, mm-hmm. Um, then you have... They find comfort in the streets. Uh, 100%, because that becomes their family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what they couldn't get in the setting of the traditional family, mm-hmm. which is um, father and mother, mm-hmm. as it were, um, they'll get from some guy, some mm-hmm. gang yeah. leader or some drug dealers mm-hmm. or stuff like that. So um, for us, COVID, COVID even helped us. Before COVID started, we, have, we had about five homes like that. Okay. So okay. Now we have 50. Oh wow. wow! Yeah, we have. A, and you accommodate people in these homes. Oh yes, we do. So do you like their food, everything, their intake, they're looking after? Is that on you, or is it something that everybody? I think they'll still be independent a little bit. Yeah, mo- most of them. When we first started, it, it will be that format, Grace, where everything is on us because mm-hmm. some of them were young at the time, mm-hmm. but then we've evolved over the years. Mm-hmm. And most are grown. They're mm-hmm. grown-ups now. So, And that's how the houses multiply because mm-hmm. someone has been in a house, they are now grown, Going started their own business, their, yeah. and then they start their own house. Mm-hmm. They accommodate people. Mm-hmm. So it's usually on the leader that is in that house mm-hmm. because they are also economic development center. Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. places where people just sit down. So a typical house, we have about 10. Some have 30. Wow. Yeah. People living in there? Yeah, yeah. Wow. They are usually very huge houses. Oh, okay, okay. And then out of the 10, you have about about five or six mm-hmm. who walk. Okay. Then you have three or two who have projects that they just sit down with. So those who walk will support those who have projects. Project. Okay. The okay. projects will grow. Mm-hmm. Businesses will grow. Then they can start stop working and work in that project. Okay. So that okay. helps okay. us to expand businesses. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like you're using like the Jews? You know how the Jews, everybody helps each other. They work together. One family moves into one house when the other... You know, has is that what Jewish people do? Do you keep together? Jews I know they Asians. definitely keep within their community, especially Asians. Actually, Asians. Yeah. I wanted to yeah. say, yeah, Asians. sorry, not Jews. Asians. They all live in one house until one is able to buy their own house and everything. Do you feel like you keep that kind of same system of keeping it in the family and then? multiplying absolutely it's okay. got to be family so mm-hmm. we we believe more that we're family more than a church okay it's the family setting mm-hmm. because again the fundamental uh, thing that is wrong with our community mm-hmm. is everybody wants to be successful by themselves on their home Very they true. move out of the hands and they're gone they mm-hmm. you have this actor or this musician it's not a big shot he's gone mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no family there's no community yeah. and just down the road i was just driving past one of the offices here and there's an asian family there they have the the, the largest amount of properties in Hillford, mm-hmm. the whole of Hillford. Um, but then I've asked them one day, how do you guys do these things? And they said, look, that's my brother, that's my sister. We all live in the same house. Mm. So they just keep buying streets Mm -hmm. and they live together. So everything is within the family. Mm -hmm. So you have the hairdresser within the family. You have the corner shop owner within the family. Mm -hmm. And they they just grow. So we believe in the family concept. Mm -hmm. The the name Spark Nation is actually Spark Nation Family. Mm -hmm. So when people sometimes say, well, you're not behaving like a church. We're trying to explain to them that 
There are many churches. There are churches. It's tiring. I grew up in church, in mm -hmm. a church. It's tiring. It's mm -hmm. like, there's no, what do you gain from this? Mm -hmm. Where do you go from here? Mm -hmm. So for me, I thought that it's important for us to develop a family system mm -hmm. that, um, that creates wealth. Mm -hmm. um, because when wealth is created, you can help more people. And how do you feel about, um, as you heavily do, impacts positively the black community, Yeah, but, at the same time, you're very heavily criticized by yeah. the black community. Yeah. Because there's a saying that, you know, the same people to gas you are the same people that will light the fire. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you feel about, you know, um, the criticism that you get from the people that you're trying to help? Yeah. Uh, it was strange at first because you're thinking you, you every single thing you've lived against, you're being called that. Mm. So you're sitting down thinking, why would, how, like... Um, we've worked so much to get people out of fraud, into living a decent life, getting work, mm -hmm. spoken to companies when mm -hmm. they didn't take us seriously and that worked. How do you then get called froster? Mm -hmm. Every single thing you've tried to um, prevent yourselves and bring people out of, you, you labeled that. Um, at first, it was strange. It was discouraging. Mm -hmm. um, it's so, you feel like giving up. You mm -hmm. feel like, it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. um, it makes sense why people will get prosperous and just live in hiding. They, mm -hmm. they get wealth and just hide their mm -hmm. lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So most people that I know that are very successful and black in this country, they just don't show anything. Mm -hmm. they, yeah. they, they will rather hide because people will hate. But I've been telling them, you can't hide because then you're not, inspiring the young guy who is in the corner in Hillford or in Beckton mm -hmm. who don't see any other lifestyle than the drug dealer guy. Mm -hmm. So some of us have to be out there. So it was discouraging at first. Then I grew to read more. I realized that it's normal. It's mm -hmm. natural. And if you keep your focus, eventually over time, people will come to understand what you're for. Yeah. Um, it is also fine to be investigated and all those things because the only thing it does is it just shows everybody that there's nothing. Mm -hmm. And when people don't understand something, they abuse it. Mm -hmm. So we, somebody has to take all the heat in and be matured about it. So at first I wasn't matured about it. You want to you reply to everything. You have principle. You want to tell them, that's not me. Da, da, da. Then you realize, no, people don't care. Mm -hmm. If someone wants to hate, they just want to hate. Mm -hmm. um, so just keep doing your thing. And now we're seeing so many people who have criticized us in the past coming to the family mm. uh, or the family employing some of them. <clears throat> and I had to teach the family to say, look, we can't, we can't be unforgiven. We can't be hungry. It's the community we met. Mm. They've not seen a thing like that before. And we have to be patient enough and appreciate that God put us in that position um, to help people. How do you think the church takes to um, new forms of evangelism? Because... I feel maybe you were criticized heavily because it was new. It was, yeah. do you know what I mean? It was something like out in, of... In the Bible, it says like, church is actually when one or more people gather together. Like, mm -hmm. It's not necessarily a building. There's, mm -hmm. not, a there's not a formation. That's yeah. a pastor right there. She yeah. just preached the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I would thought like when this, obviously like I said, it was like you said, it was very new. Mm -hmm. So I think, how did you, how did other churches... Support. Did you get support? No, no, we didn't. We didn't. I think churches were, how do I say this in the most decent way? <laughs> Anyways, PT, I'll be criticized. Yeah. <laughs> I think 
some were jealous because they they felt like they wanted what we have and mm -hmm. they don't know what we have. They don't know what we have to carry. They don't know the burden, the pain, um, the, the stress of it. But they think, oh, you're getting so much attention. I, actually, I heard some say it. Some were quick to jump on TV programs to criticize yeah. us. Mm -hmm. They loved it. They thought that was doing them um, some favor. But what they didn't know is even the pastor's kids are in gangs. Mm -hmm. And what we're working for is to show the pastor's kids of those churches that you, there's a new way of doing things. Mm -hmm. Young people are tired of the, the, the normal church. Most mm -hmm. of them are tired. Mm -hmm. And those who are not tired now will become tired mm -hmm. because they were just born into Christianity. They've never questioned what they think they mm -hmm. believe. Mm -hmm. Eventually they will. And there has to be people that they can look up to. So I wasn't looking for members mm -hmm. because I think that's what they thought. I wasn't looking for members. <coughs> I was comfortable being um, a business person. I mm -hmm. wanted to get into entertainment even. Okay. And mm -hmm. pastoring will just cage you, which mm -hmm. it has caged me. Mm -hmm. And I'm fine. Okay. You know, so some did support. There were those who were praying for us during our crisis. Um, mm -hmm. uh, very few, but they, they also don't have the, um, what's it called now? They don't have the voice, so mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. The people that had the voice at the time, I don't think they could be bothered. They just wanted um, something to go down so they can say, yeah, you see why we are not doing what they are doing mm -hmm. because they are not this and they are not that. So we didn't get the support from the church. We however got support from many unbelievers mm -hmm. in court, many people, even out of, outside of <clears throat> our community. Our greatest support was from um, people that were not um, black, mm -hmm. if I may use that word, because um, they could see through what we were trying to do and they were able to come together and say, okay, maybe change this, maybe make mm -hmm. this look like this because of the country you're in. So you said you work with a lot of youth. So yeah. what would you say you've learned from what the root of the issues of people getting into drugs, crime, and all that? What would you say the main the issue common, is? Yeah. Like the common, would you say it's mainly to deal with the government and their social social surroundings or, or family, background. And family yeah. background? Well, let's even, first of all, forget the government. Okay. That, that one is a useless um, <laughs> stuff. I think uh, Corona's next. <laughs> 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 the government is not. They, they, they I, I mean, I've sat in, I think I'm sharing this for the first time, I've sat in number 10 before, mm -hmm. um, two advisors to the prime minister, and by the time we finished explaining, just me and one other gentleman, two of us, and these are people, the two people we're talking about uh, to are people who make decisions mm -hmm. um, about young black people, especially. Mm -hmm. And by the time we were through, the guy just said, look, I love what Spark Nation is doing. He said, like, congratulations. But look, Whitehall, the people there and us, we don't understand it. And I get them. From Whitehall, they go to their nice houses. Mm -hmm. They're back. Well, you go train Hillford in Beckton, in Peckham. They don't, they can't, they can't comprehend mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So let's forget government. That, so <laughs> yeah. I stood up from that meeting and I knew there's no hope from these mm -hmm. guys. Mm -hmm. Of course, every year they would have to announce that they're, that they're going to put something. money into yeah. so, so so when there's crisis, when young people stab themselves. Um, the mayor will say we're gonna they have the same speech mm -hmm. they're just saying this is appalling this is sad I, I bet after that they're just laughing at us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, um, so government is out of it I think 
poverty. You see, poverty is so strong mm. that wherever you see it, you see <clears throat> crime. So for me, if people think we're too forgiving mm -hmm. of people, mm -hmm. I get it. This person has done something so annoying and all that. Mm -hmm. But you're talking about a young guy, 13-year-old, 14-year-old, who had not seen anything in his life. There are parts of London that he doesn't or she doesn't even know exist. Mm. They don't know. So they've never had a choice in life. They were born into a community. Mom had to do three, four jobs a day or sometimes to make sure that the family keeps mm -hmm. going. Mm -hmm. So they've never felt parenting. They don't know what parenting is. You're talking about fathers who do not understand how to raise a girl child. Mm -hmm. So when this girl grows and sees a guy that looks like he's a man, he may not be a man, but he looks like he's a man, um, she's going with that guy. And if that guy says, keep this gun for me, she's going to do it. She mm -hmm. feels that's the only way to live. So poverty is, I, I believe, and there's been so many arguments from parliament to this, they tell us, look, look it's not poverty because London has social welfare system, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I'm saying, no, poverty is not money. I was just about to say that because I grew up in Beckton and Dagenham. Yeah. yeah. And everything that you just said, like in terms of growing up, what, mm -hmm. what the experience was, like I held guns for like my olders and stuff. And I feel like that, that, <laughs> that, um, that absence of a parent. Yeah. We, as I was growing up, we saw the olders as our parents and as our That's guardians right. and yeah. people who would lead us <clears throat> along the right way. So I completely agree with you. Poverty is not about the money because we didn't really make money yeah. like that. It was more of that family and knowing that you you belong somewhere. somewhere. Do you get That's what I mean? It. Yeah. yeah. Lack of aspiration mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. if 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 a person grows up, families are supposed to be legacies. Mm -hmm. You 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 grow up as a girl child, for example, you you know you have a father. The father tells you not not the nice cars or anything. It's about the values of this family. Mm -hmm. What are you? Mm -hmm. And so when you're building a community that lacks that, then the girls will find mentorship on the street. The guys will also yeah. find mentorship mm -hmm. in the holder. And that's poverty because there's lack of aspiration. Mm -hmm. There is also despair. You feel hopeless. Mm -hmm. And whoever looks like hope to you, you're so just going to yeah, follow. 100%. And then some people will use that to make money, sell <laughs> yeah, drugs and all that. So how, how do we... How do we change, make changes? Because for someone like me, I can't lie, I'm not really exposed to that. Um, right. But that doesn't mean that I didn't go through, my family didn't go through poverty or mm. go through struggles. Like I remember when we were younger, we lived in one room. Right. Do you understand? Me, my mom and my dad, mm. right? Mm. But I, w I still wasn't exposed to the whole, you know, people being on the block, people yeah. being on all of these things. So how do you... Because even though I haven't gone through that, I still feel like I lacked certain things as a child. Right. So how do you, with whatever you have, whatever means you have as a parent, mm. try and still make your child understand, even though we don't have X, Y, and Z, yeah. we are still here. Do you understand? You don't need to run to those people. Because I feel sometimes the issue is we let kids mm. know about adult, adult problems too soon. Yeah. You know, like you see kids from what you've watched on TV or whatever yeah. is you see kids saying, oh, my mom, you know, she hasn't got enough money. Or mm. when you listen to rap music and everything, it's all about yeah. how their parents didn't have money and everything. Yeah. But why did they know that? Because yeah. I'm a parent. And if I didn't have money to buy my kids something, I wouldn't say that I don't have money. I'll say not now. Yeah. Or I would, I, not that I'm trying to put them in a bubble, That's right. but I'm still trying to protect them from worries that they don't need to be dealing with yet. Yes. So how do you, do you know what I mean? Navigate yeah. that. 
first of all, I think what parents must do, and I I, I completely understand that raising a child is difficult, yeah. mm-hmm. very very difficult. And so I've I've had issues with parents because you can imagine the work I do is almost like you're taking our kids away. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to take your kids. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. We are all supposed to work together and build a community. Um, but first, I think parents must deliberately expose their kids to wealth by themselves. Mm-hmm. And by wealth, it's not having. It's mm-hmm. on the weekend, you take your kids outside of their so, normal environment mm-hmm. You take them to wherever is better in London, mm. even though you don't have money, just get a coffee, get whatever. You must be deliberate about it. It just can't be, well, you know, I'm working for you guys to make your life easier. Mm. No, you must let them see that there is another word. Otherwise, someone else will introduce them to it. Mm-hmm. You must, riches is the ability to communicate, communicate hope. Mm-hmm. And hope is not just words, it's sight as well. Mm-hmm. Take them to other part of the country, expose them to certain things. Talk to them, sit down with them in nice restaurants mm-hmm. um, outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. sometimes and even outside of your budget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> School is not the only investment anymore. As we can mm-hmm. see now, there are people who didn't go uni and they are doing well. Mm-hmm. Expose them to what? That's one. Two, look for communities that help young people, real communities. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, these guys sit down at home, they watch MTV base, they watch people smoking weed and all that, and they want to be like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So find communities, real communities. Don't, I think in the black community, we're very quick to judge things and pass on hearsays. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm thinking, if I'm a parent, if I see a community that seem to be helping people, I'm not looking for perfection, helping young people, I will be involved in it. Mm-hmm. I want to be involved, even if everything about them is not perfect. That's the more reason why we should be involved. Mm-hmm. If if you feel in the community, this thing is helping, even if it's only helped two young persons, mm-hmm. and now they are under, under fire, or being criticized, I want to be involved. I want to say, is there anyone I can talk to? I have mm-hmm. suggestions. Mm-hmm. I also have a 15-year-old. And every day, by the way, till now, even more than before, I still have parents coming on DMs and stuff like that saying, please help my kid. Please help this. Then I refer them to families. There's a place where you get to, especially single parent, where you can't raise that boy anymore. You can't do it. It's difficult. You, you, you don't have the time, the expertise. Look for leaders within the community. That's what the church is supposed to be doing. But I think pastors are so busy right now wanting to build an empire and all that. So as a, as a boy mom, right, I can't lie. I don't want to give someone position to look after my son. Do you understand? Like, yeah. I want my son to be a version of what I want him to be. Yeah. So I mean, that's just me. And I don't think I'm going for anything God forbid anyway that my I need someone to help me with my sons. Yeah. So imagine someone that doesn't want to rely on other other people. Yeah. What can they themselves do? Do you feel like we need to educate ourselves more? Because like our, our parents, when we say little slangs or we say little things, they're like, what are you talking about? Do you mm. feel like we need to be more exposed to what is actually going out outside? I- yeah. Because you know some parents would be like, in this house, it is Nigeria. When you're outside, <laughs> da, 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 da. do you feel like we need to be more exposed to what's going on outside to be a better parent? I agree. Um, first, we've got to deal with people that are not as strong as you. Mm-hmm. People go through difficult issues. Mm-hmm. Like, they just know they can't handle this anymore. Some boys become too strong for their mom. Mm-hmm. 
because they are exposed to certain schools. Okay. At that point, you must seek help. So that's the first one I want to deal with that. There's a place where, because again, Africans are very, we get secretive. We don't, I've seen where kids, um, people's kids are going to prison and they like that they've traveled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You, you even know, the husband. Bears are my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> bears are my cousins. Uh, uh-huh. So when when you do that, and and I know why you're trying to compare yourself to Mrs. Sososo's son mm-hmm. or daughter, or so 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 you don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want the stigma of people looking down on you as if you can't raise your child. But there is a time where you must. We must all in life agree that I need help. That's the first thing. Then to address what you just said, what what do parents that are strong as you do? Yes, you must be exposed. You must understand that you live in a very cosmopolitan city mm-hmm. where and the world is changing fast. Even if you don't live in a cosmopolitan city, the world is changing. Everything, people are learning faster now. Mm-hmm. What we didn't know at 13, the 13 year old today yeah. knows Whoa. it. <laughs> and so they must find parents who are able to relate with them, who are able to communicate. When we're growing up, you know, when your mom or dad tells you, you can talk to me, you know, I think, don't talk, don't talk, because mm. you always end up in problem. It's like, you can talk to me, my then you finish with a face. slap. <laughs> I get something chucked at my face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but when when we expose ourselves, we are able to sincerely communicate with our kids. And like I said, raising kids is, is one of the most unpredictable work because I've mm-hmm. seen good parents too who just look at their children and say, how did this happen? I did everything mm-hmm. perfectly well. I mean, the best they know how to do. Um, but if, we, if we're not too proud to seek help, to seek advice, to know that there are people who are gifted mm-hmm. to... Um, coach or look after kids. It's just their gifting. When mm-hmm. they talk to young people, young people <clears> listen <throat> to them. There are some of us like that. Mm-hmm. If we're not so proud to seek help, then I think we should be safe. And is so you said one of your processes is that you take um, the child or whatever away from the environment. Yes. But is there any help that you offer to the parent? Because... I don't know what the process is, but eventually if the child does go back home, there may be that conflict still mm. between the parent and the child. So whereas you're taking the child away and you're working on the child, is there anything for the parent yeah. that you offer? Because mm. I see a lot of like SPAC Nation is a lot of youth. Mm. I don't really see any like mm. elder or elders like mm. in the forefront. Right. So who who offers support to the parent? We've got, we've got many um, older people. It's just that what you would see because it's social media, it's very mm. difficult to put an auntie or a grandmother <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on Instagram, you know. Um, so, but we do, as a matter of fact, we have a whole group that is just, we call them the pillars. They're just older people, mothers and all that. And usually mothers and those kind of age will be on the background. Okay. Um, so for those who, who parents who are willing to, you have those support group there, um, constantly talking to the parents, helping the parents. We have many uh, matured, uh, I don't want to use hold, but matured age Mm -hmm. um, that offer a lot of help to, um, I spend most of my time with older people as well, Mm. you know, um, trying to help them see why um, their child will behave in this way Mm -hmm. and trying to tell them too, because again, People of color were very stubborn with our culture. Mm-hmm. 
And when times are changing, we don't want it to change. We, I think it has to do with our ego and stuff like that. But there's been many parents helped um, most times. Unfortunately, some cases that you would have is a total rebellion where the child don't even want to see the parent anymore. Mm. And then you're sitting down thinking, and then the parent is fighting you mm-hmm. now. And I'm thinking, no, you've got to check the child and say, Does, is he in a gang? Is he smoking? Is he drinking? No. So why do you have a problem with us? Mm. You should sit down and let's talk. Um, but the child knows why he's saying he doesn't want to see his mom because mom is still bringing boyfriends home. It's hmm. a problem. Yeah. It's loud. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, so, but mom also don't want to admit that she just, so the easiest excuse for mom is they've brainwashed my child. Yeah. But we're saying your child has met too, too many uncles, you know? So he's just tired of uncles. <laughs> so what's one ugly truth you will tell a female parent? Whoa, ugly truth. Because I, I feel like we don't, we're not honest with each other. We like to, do you know what I mean? Tread on ice. We just say things very lightly. But what's one ugly truth you tell a female parent and a male parent? Um, female parent, married or single parent? Parent. Single, yeah. okay. Single. Let's start with single, huh? Female be single. Be careful, because we're both we're single. single. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> no, no but it's an ugly no, truth. Yeah, it's, it's an ugly truth. truth. So Aye. Okay. Are you getting hot? <laughs> that's hot. That's hot. Because, uh, because I know this is going to get me into trouble. No, no it won't. Wait, 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 wait. Stay away from men. Stay away from men. I'm just joking. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, stay away from men. Just know that you you're you're like married already because you've got that child wouldn't beg to come to the world mm-hmm. and um however long it takes to make sure that you find a man with leadership because mm-hmm. i think that's always the problem with relationship you've gone to be with this guy mm-hmm. who has nobody listens to. He's probably also the breadwinner in the family so the mom can't talk to him mm-hmm. nobody can talk to him it's a big problem People must have leadership. Mm-hmm. I've got leadership. Mm-hmm. So no matter how much I want to feel I'm pity or Mr. Dripmas, I've got people or person that will call me to order and say, I mm-hmm. think that's wrong. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you stay with a man that doesn't have that? Because if he's now raising your child, it's raising him or her not to have leadership as well. Everything in this world has leadership. Mm-hmm. Everything that is successful has leadership. Um, so... I think, I mean, to be to be um, lenient, stay away from <laughs> relationships that are toxic for your child, knowing that you have a lifetime engagement, which is your child, and their success is dependent on them. Men's one, men are difficult, man. Hey, those people, you Do know. Do you agree that men are trash? Um, I wouldn't use trash. I'll use trashy. I'm just <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. I like that. Trashy is different from trash. Trashy means they have behaviors. Yeah, that's true. You know, and 90% of their behavior is trashy. I know that for sure. I'm not sure there is a man that don't cheat. Um, I think it's natural. Sorry, sorry. That's going to be a problem. Yeah, I you know, know, what know what that's going to be. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I know what that's going to be. Let's let him land. Let's let him land and then we'll pass. Okay, all right. So basically all men cheat and it's normal. 
Yeah, even if they don't now, they will eventually. That's your culture. Anyway, go back to your <laughs> <laughs> African men say it like it's nothing. Like African it's, men. Okay. Yeah. I know Yibo man by the time he's 60 something, he's on his third marriage. <laughs> There's yeah, a, but you know there's what? A marriage, there's a marriage of. I prefer the third I'm, marriage than yeah. you're just cheating here, then here, then everywhere. Yeah, to get I to the third one, one, there are many things on the side way. But anyway, let's do the advice, then we'll go back. Okay, let's <laughs> do the advice. What was I saying now? Men, yeah, right? ugly truth. Single men. Single men. Yeah. Start there. Advice for them. Okay, single men that have kids, right? Yeah. I don't understand what the role of a man is in trying to decide the life of a child because pregnancy is difficult. You know, as strong as men are, they can't do pregnancy. You know? We know. We you know, know. <laughs> yeah, they can't do it. <laughs> so the, I, I think the woman should be given the, the, the right of passage mm-hmm. to make sure that her child is fine. Of course, there are extreme cases where maybe the woman is on drugs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I just think men fight too much when it comes to kids. Mm. Yes, it shows that they care sometimes. Um, but I think the woman's gone through a lot to bring that child to the world. So let her be happy. Um, if you guys are not together, I think it is your right as the man to make sure the woman is happy because nine months pregnancy, labor, that's a lot to do. Mm. And so for the single man, I would say, Yes, you would move on in life. Sometimes people move on, but the moving on should be with respect to the kid and to the mother of the kid on most occasions. I know women are not easy as well, though. I know it's a difficult word. So, no, we're being, not. It's true. It's true. We're, we're, not. Not. we're not. We're not. Fine. Grace, you know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no smoke without fire. <laughs> women, women are going to be happy in this minute and the next minute, the whole world just shuts down and you're thinking, what happened? Hormones. Huh? Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. So I, I've got, when it comes to man and woman, I've got to be careful with my um, answers. But I would say there's something that regulates the world, and that's leadership. You've got to have someone that um, people fear, meaning the woman fears someone, mm-hmm. someone that can mediate, someone that can talk to both mm-hmm. of you mm-hmm. and you respect what they feel. And I that's why that. we emphasize leadership a lot. Um, leadership is not looking for subservient people mm-hmm. or slaves. Leadership is sometimes you can't just understand the English you're speaking to one another and mm-hmm. somebody has to break it down and yeah. make you see life in another yeah. way. Yeah. 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 And what about married couples who are parents? Married couples, marriage is overrated in my opinion. Mm. Um, you're the second guest we've had that said that. No, third. Third? third. Mm. Okay. Wow. Mar- overrated in what sense though? Uh, yeah, this is going to get me into trouble because if pastors say marriage is overrated, you're yeah, going to... You know you're a conventional Yeah, they're going to tell me the Bible says marriage is not... I'm, th- I'm thinking, calm down. Jesus was not married. Paul was not married. So chill. <laughs> you know, so calm down. Um, I think you should have good friendship. I think you should have progressive friendship that is based on joy, not expectations. Yeah. Uh-huh. So when, when a person limits their life to expectation that means you get into marriage and you've gone to listen to counsel or mm-hmm. books that says the husband should do xyz mm-hmm. now you're putting pressure on him for things he's not trained to mm-hmm. do it becomes a problem instead of when you were friends you had joy you mm-hmm. were happy so don't set a date the 24th of december is the day expectation starts meaning yeah. that's the day as a husband you have yeah. to do this mm-hmm. as a wife you have to do this i think people love is beautiful 
real love now. Not television love. Um, love is beautiful. If two people find reasons for joy, they can live together. They can, they can commit if they want to. But they must, the, the key, the driving force must be what you have joy, yeah. not expectation of yeah. what it must be or what she yeah. must be. Agreed. And me, I always say I met my husband when I was 17. Right. And I married him. I had no, ex and do you know what? Fair enough, I was young. Mm. What am I expecting? But that was my blessing in disguise. Right. I had no expectation. Yeah. We were friends and I married him for love. And that yeah. was literally it. Mm -hmm. that's As you said, it worked out for me because it doesn't yeah. work out for everybody. For, yeah, that's correct. But that yeah. was my blessing in disguise. I didn't, I didn't expect anything. I yeah. just let him be. But thank God he was a lead. He's just a born and natural leader anyway. Yeah, and he leads my beautiful. family really well. Amazing. So. I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So you say, you say um, like marriage is overrated, mm. but you, you basically mean that marriage should not be the goal. Happiness and friendship should be. 110%. Instead, yeah. yeah. Um, but what does a relationship of friendship and brokenness work together? How does that work together? Say that again. Wait, say that again. No, I'm about to break it down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she she basically to... can never marry someone broke. No, no, no. This has got nothing to do with me. No, I'm just saying oh, in no, general. No. Would you... Okay, so I'll, I'll use the love I have for my mum, right? Yeah. So the way I love my mum, I can never see her struggle. I will okay. do everything in my power okay. to make sure she's comfortable, mm -hmm. she's safe and yeah. everything. Yeah. If I didn't do that, mm. you know, there'll be, there'll be um like... What's it called? Consequences, yeah? Right. But what I want to understand is, as you are the lead, like you have youth that you mentor. Right. Do you also mentor your male youth that friendship is not just the basis of a relationship, though? In terms of, you guys need to have a home, you need to have all these things. I feel like, as, as females, our parents from the get-go, like we said in the other episode, teach us how to be wives or females, right? Yeah. I don't feel like men have that. I don't right. think there's yeah. there's guys like you're you're teaching them and protecting them from being out in the world yeah. and you know doing the right thing, being <clears throat> entrepreneurs. Yeah. But are they being taught and shown examples of how to be a man in a home as well and to be a woman's friend? Yeah. Do, do you get what I mean? Absolutely. From the, from an earlier Absolutely. age, not yeah. when you're married. Not when you're it's married. Too it's, too yeah. it's too late. It's too late. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. Everything I've learned now is being from a div uh, 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 being divorced. Mm. And wanting to change for right, myself. Right. So I don't want to make those mistakes yeah. I made in my marriage. Yeah. And I, I've accepted as well that I was part of the problem of my failure in my marriage. Right. But it's not everyone that, that accepts that. And it's not right. everyone that is exposed to that knowledge and wisdom. So mm. how are you trying to prevent your the youth? Because yeah. you're saying marriage is overrated. Mm. So now you're mm. going to hear that and say, <laughs> I don't need to get married. PT said, da, 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 da. Mm. Well, the thing is, even more so for us, like I said, family is legacy mm -hmm. values so if someone is in the family there are th our family mm -hmm. for example which is the most important thing to me um they are taught values from day one the reason why they even sustain why they are in that family for the next 10 years or five years is because they all live by the virtues and values of that family and mm -hmm. i'll tell you three major values number one is prosperity mm -hmm. that's standard because you mentioned brokenness um i'm just not gonna tolerate poverty i don't care what people say people mm -hmm. have a lot to say but i've seen the power of money mm -hmm. you know religion can teach people it's not about money that mm -hmm. but i've seen what money does mm -hmm. you know i've seen people literally this is christmas time if we don't act there are 
tens of thousands of people in Africa that have nothing to eat. So mm -hmm. nobody can tell me about poverty. Mm -hmm. I get it. I know it. I was born into one. I know it. So um, number one value is wealth. From the woman to the man, first for me is the woman. She has to understand how to create wealth so that she's not at the mercy of a man. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So if, if that's our family <laughs> value. <laughs> that's our family value, number one. Then number two for the men, it is how to treat a woman. For me, if you within the work I do within our family, yeah, you don't, you can't raise your hand against a woman. It's completely not. It's not even forgivable. It's not like, well, you know, it's gonna change. No, it's not gonna change. The moment a man can hit a woman, uh, we're not gonna have that in the family. So those are values. Those are virtues you teach people. Unfortunately, when people. And that's why sometimes it looks as if um, the nation family does not have many adults. When you're certain age, to rewire you is it becomes difficult yeah. because at a certain age you're set in your ways, mm -hmm. but for a young person, it's still um, it's still kind of easy mm -hmm. to not just tell them but to expose them. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say what I won't do. And that's why we have homes because they can see how their leaders treat their wives mm -hmm. or their partners. They can see it. They can see that it's, it's complete respect for women. And when people grow from 16, 17, like that, mm -hmm. naturally, like you said, they are being trained to run a home, mm -hmm. not just at the point of marriage, not mm -hmm. something you learn. You know what churches used to do? They they start this marriage counseling like four weeks to wedding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the guy's already set in his way. <laughs> There's a problem, you know. Um, but for us, we just think before we even think of marriage, before we think of a person having a partner or whatever it, the case may be, um, the guy must have grown. He must have built something. Yeah. When you've built something, you've worked with women. We've mm -hmm. seen that you're successful in the treatment of the women that were your workers or your um, or the fellowship you were leading, how you treated them. Mm -hmm. Then we know if you want to marry, we can say, okay, yeah, he can marry because mm -hmm. he's treated women mm -hmm. in a certain mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When did you realize that you were like the Pied Piper mm. of like the youth because was it like an, epi like an epiphany or like was it because it, to me it seems like it's a calling for you but mm. when did you realize okay this is actually what I'm called to do and this is my ministry just about 2016 um I've been doing I've been pastoring now in this city for 17 years but just about 2016 I realized that Wait a minute. It might just be because we're doing church. We were doing church yeah. normally. Imagine yeah. since 2005 because you hear people say, oh, Spark Nation just came, came out of nowhere. nowhere. No, we've been, I've been 17 years. Mm -hmm. We've been working hard day and night um, and stuff like that. And we were doing church the normal way. 2016, I discovered that when I make calls, like what churches we call hall to call. And when I make calls, if you want to give your life to God, da, 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 da. Young people are coming to the stage, but they're not, they're not trying to be religious. They want to change a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So there was a certain Thursday or Wednesday, I can't remember specifically. Um, I made a call and we had so much drugs on the altar, people dropping their wow. drugs. And I didn't even ask people to bring their drugs, you know. They were Why did they bring it to church? Yeah, because <laughs> you know how these guys roll. 
It's like you're with your friends, your guys. Oh, there's a motive down the road. You don't have to just go. Yeah, yeah. I've learned. I have learned. <laughs> and so they all came and then they realized, wow, what an atmosphere. Come forward. And then they begin to drop these things. Then I discovered that I think these might be, I've always been with young people. Mm -hmm. I just didn't see it mm -hmm. as something because in the typical church, you don't, you don't take young people seriously. Mm -hmm. It's like, because you need to take Titan offering at the end of the month or week. I don't, I can't remember how churches do it now anymore. Young people don't have money. Mm -hmm. They don't have money. So you face the adults who work and yeah. can give their um, wages or whatever they do. So you don't see it as a serious stuff. But in 2016, I realized that if we can, there's a lot of talent within our community wasted most times. Maybe you have one person rising, a generation or few people. Um, but if we can change um, perception about church, we have leadership, mm -hmm. leadership that is always present with them, not someone that will be far away from them. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I got, maybe call it an epiphany. Mm -hmm. And I realized that it's always been a call. It's always been yeah. there. It's always been what I love to do. And I would do that without getting popular or having money. I'll be, I'll be happy. I yeah. feel alive mm -hmm. um, seeing young people being raised. So yeah. I think about 2016. There do you about. feel like social media helps you though? Um, I think I was late to jump on social media okay. because at first we were like, what is this? What is mm. this? People just showing their life. Like, <laughs> why are you doing that? So oh, I'm of the old school. Mm -hmm. Then we we jumped on it fully by 2016. And that's where young people are. So yeah. it did help. And I think COVID helped a lot more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think we did offending in Fendi and then got popular, oh, which was... That was the... Really offending. You won't believe it was just a joke. I was actually shooting a video for a charity in Tottenham, I wanted to, they've asked me to, because we give money to them to feed people during COVID. So they've asked me to do a video for them, but we're trying to do it. And then there was this wind that blew off. So as we were waiting to reprogram and restart, I just thought, oh, I'm wearing Fendi. Let me just say, ah, oh, Fendi and Fendi. And that was it. We were just joking about. <laughs> so when people try to call that arrogance, I'm thinking, if you know me, you know I was just playing about. Yeah. I didn't mean it. I didn't even know I got popular. I didn't know where they posted it, how they posted it, and all the stuff, stuff so, like this. So, yeah, so, please go so, on, Bruce. So I'm, I'm business-minded, yeah. Tell so me. anything I, I want to do, I always feel like tactical you know, approaches. Right. So would you say that you've also realized that everybody likes glitz and glams, right? Like, I won't like the reason, like, when when you came in, the first one we were like, ah, oh, drip down in Fendi, Mr. Louis Vuitton, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Mm. So now that you know there's the glitz and glam, would you say you're taking kind of the approaches that the rappers and all these artists take of always being, you know, dripped and everything, and you're taking some of those elements and turn it into a positive approach to draw more, more you know, youth and stuff like that? Yeah. Because then they feel like you're relatable. Oh, I see he's wearing this. I would like to have that. There's yeah. then that desire and want to get mm. to know who you are to see how you acquired what you got. Yeah. Do you feel like that's... absolutely correct, Grace? Um, you, you, I was sitting with a world champion one day, older generation boxer, and he said to me, "I think I got something wrong in my life." He says, "So what is that?" He said he had the message. He was a boxer. He worked hard, but the boxing was not his issue. He wanted to speak to the younger generation, but they were not listening. 
Now it looks like at, at Floyd Mayweather and think, why are they all listening to him? Because then he clocked it. He said, I had the Rolls Royces too, but I didn't use it. Mm-hmm. Um, then he realized that the Rolls Royce or the Bentley, or it's not just to transport you. Mm-hmm. You you can get in any car and get to where you're going mm-hmm. to. It is to, because people, we, we live in a materialistic world. Yeah. People want to see something. They don't know what's in your bank account. They don't care. How, would you say, oh, look how successful I am. Look at my bank statement. Mm. No, they only see the car or the watch or That's stuff it. like that. And we're thinking that if you want to reach this generation, yeah, you have to look like what they want to be. Mm. The MTV-based guys, the rappers that they watch, um, the rappers that they hide dollars. Mm-hmm. And um, I like the rappers. But I'm just saying that there are many young people who will end up in crime because they think rapping is the way, but they will never be rappers. Mm-hmm. So how about we look the same? Uh, without that, I will still look this way. I like I like neat stuff. I like to, to yeah, naturally. I like to look neat and stuff like that. When I was pastoring in Peckham, I only had one trouser and one shirt. But you... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, uh, but I treated it right. It was clean. It was, yeah. you think I have, you know, but um, now we want to reach a generation that has come to this level. And I thought that, okay, let's project this more. Let them see it. Let's not just do it in secret because it's not beneficial to us. Mm-hmm. If I have a Ferrari, so what? Who cares? Unless I can use it as a tool mm-hmm. to pass a message. And it works. And sometimes, I won't lie to you, there are many times I've thought to stop. I don't want to be on Instagram. It's a lot of work mm-hmm. doing those yeah, things, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know. And I've thought... And then it's also... Making money in the secret is better because you're not in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I think about, I, I open DMs and you see a lot of stories. You see a lot of people saying, please, you can't stop because this, that, 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 that gives me hope. Da, da, da. So, um, yes, we, I like the rappers, like I've said, those who, who, who do clear lyrics, I like them. But, um, they they are commercial. They just want to make money. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this to make money. There are many businesses that we have. I'm doing it to tell a generation that they can do business. They can do many other things and be mm-hmm. prosperous. Mm-hmm. How's your mental health? I hope I'm good. Um, sometimes because you have I'm... pressure from people saying negative things, mm. and then you also have pressure of there are a lot of youth. That mm. depend on you. Mm. You say that you have moments where you feel like you want to stop. Yeah. And then you look at the DMs and you see that people depend on you. Yeah. That is a lot of weight. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Do you have alone time? Do you have a mentor yourself? I know you said you have somebody that you fear, whatever, but do you have somebody who you speak to? Do you have someone who you can cry to or break down because mm. you are literally holding up so much? Mm. And how's your youth even helping you? I hope they're not stressing you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got the best family because mm-hmm. it's a family and most of the leaders now, they've been with me on the average of like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've watched them grow to become entrepreneurs and prosperous. So they they understand my down and high moments mm-hmm. and that makes life easy for me. I'm surrounded by family. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said before, at the beginning when you get on that criticism and Mm -hmm. you you all of a sudden realize that um people just want you down Mm -hmm. for no reason someone wants to take from you you're doing business 
And then someone thinks, okay, I can rip him off because he's popular. He can shout. Mm-hmm. I can shout. And if I say, yeah, cheating, cheating, it, I would have to back yeah. down because I'm thinking, oh, they're going to say this guy again and stuff like that. But later you realize <laughs> that you you face your own constituency, your own family and ignore the world. Mm-hmm. And that keeps you mentally sane. Mm-hmm. It keeps you... Um, I used to have outbursts, even online. I used to be very furious, but that's because you're trying to tell the world, no, I'm not like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the more you do that, the more your mental yeah, health depreciates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have to face the family, ignore the world, really, lock into my own world. Mm-hmm. I don't read um, social media. My social okay. media is very controlled. Okay. So there are times things will be going on. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Some days I just hear, oh, you're trending on that. And I'm thinking me, I'm just in my bedroom, <laughs> just chilling and stuff like that. But I make sure that those who are around me, they don't feed me with anything mm-hmm. that is negative mm-hmm. because it just kills your mental health. Mm-hmm. You get crazy. You want to defend yourself. You get hungry unnecessarily. And the, the downside of that is that you begin to get hungry with people that are not even offending you. Mm-hmm. So there are people watching and waiting for you to speak positive thing and you come up and you're talking about those who are hating. Mm-hmm. And usually, I found out that negative is so powerful. Imagine reading 12 positive comments and just one. Yeah. Just one guy has just said something and you forget the 12 mm-hmm. positive yep. and you're angry with the one. Yeah. So I ignore all of that and I think that keeps me mentally fit. I okay. do what I like, mm-hmm. meaning um, I make sure that I have my, like you said, my own time mm-hmm. where I, I, I can just sit down and read. I like mm-hmm. reading and do whatever else I like and make jokes or mm-hmm. crack yeah. jokes. Oh, with people so, I love. So, you go. Okay, sorry. I was going to say, um, how do you feel about like their speculation that you know, youth come to the church and mm. they're they're chasing the wrong thing. Most times when people come to church, they may want to get to know Christ. Yeah. Um, but how do you feel about the speculation where people are taking out loans mm. to get material stuff, the cars, keeping up with Pastor Toby? <laughs> As a mm. pastor, um, do you feel the priority is the change in lifestyle or giving their lives to Christ? Well, you, uh, when you say giving your life to Christ, mm-hmm. that's very, it's neither here nor there. Mm. There are instrumentalities, things that you use in order to make something happen. Mm-hmm. And churches are beginning to clock that. A church told me yesterday, and it's run by a older pastor who is old school, believes when people want to give their yeah. life to Christ, but nobody was coming. Mm. And he was telling me just yesterday that there were so many people in his church last week. And I said, okay, so what caused that? Mm. He, he started a food bank. Those people are not there to give their life to Christ. They want to eat. Yeah. Mm. So depending on what generation you are dealing with, you have to understand what makes them even come around um, to listen because yeah. you can have the best message in the world. Mm-hmm. If people are not going to come, how do you even tell them? Mm-hmm. So give their life to Christ is a progressive thing. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can't force young people to start, I've seen people who were very fervent in church Mm. and I can start mentioning, I won't start mentioning names, but they are superstars in UK now. They they used to be very fervent in church, Mm. but they've left church. Some of them converted to Islam because Mm. they just can't see the future in what they're doing now. Mm -hmm. And that's because the pastors and the leaders themselves did not step up their game Mm. 
to create a future. We were all just spiritual and of no earthly good. Mm -hmm. We can't just be spiritual. Spirit is spirit. Jesus is good and all those stuff. Mm -hmm. But you, you follow a person because you can find a future of hope there. Then you begin to you begin to follow their religious persuasion over time. Mm-hmm. So I don't want, of course, ultimately, I want people to give their life to God, mm-hmm. but I'm going to deal with their present situation. Mm-hmm. So even if he's a Muslim, I have people who follow me that are not Christians. Yeah. And I don't, I don't tell them, you know what, you need to be Christian tomorrow so that I can help you. No, I'm saying, let's just walk this journey together. I'll give you advices and you still go to your mosque on Friday and eventually some of them become pastors. Yeah. I'm just saying, you choose. Follow yeah. your lifestyle. Look at my lifestyle. I'll be as open as you want me to be. And you choose whatever you follow eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was going to go back to the around you as... Pastor Toby. Yeah. So you talk about, or you help everybody, you know, achieve or you want to change. How mm. do you analyze yourself? How do you make changes? Because I personally think you've changed from the little I know. I think how you were when you guys, when I first noticed you guys, mm. I will be honest, mm. like, you know, I felt, <laughs> oh, look at this arrogant guy. We, we all make assumptions. Do you understand? Know yeah. mm. I was thinking, look at this arrogant guy is coming out of the limousine. Da, 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 you know, I never thought it was arrogant. I was like, package. You know, mm-hmm. like you've been on the news, you're coming out of your car, you're coming to answer questions. I'm thinking, is this what we sent you to do? It's <laughs> telling us how to be Christians, right? Mm-hmm. But you've mm-hmm. turned that down and now people actually hear your voice. Mm-hmm. So don't you feel like, how do you, how do you, um, like, when, for instance, as a podcast, we sometimes critique ourselves. Like, yeah. okay, we should do this differently. Mm-hmm. How do you critique yourself to be, be better? Where do you get your knowledge from? Yes, you have leaders and all of that stuff. Yeah. But do you have goals that you've set for yourself in? Mm-hmm. This is what by next year, I want to be this or I want to be that. Like, mm. how do you set goals for yourself aside from the goals you set with the youth? Okay. Um, I think I'm not sure I'm a goal person. And I understand goal. I've read so many books and motivation about goals. I think I live every day happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make sure that when the day is ending, I can ask myself, were you yourself? And I would always want the answer to be yes. I don't want to be someone else. I don't want to be motivated by what motivates another person. I'm me. Um, let, at the beginning, remember that BBC done about five positive documentaries on Spark Nation before one in quotes negative one. But you know when these guys come, they pick what they want. Yeah. They already have a script. Mm-hmm. So. Me coming out of the car, doing all that, that's what they want to, to, to project okay, yeah. to people. Mm-hmm. That's not the totality of what we, we are. Um, at the first time, apart from, um, I think, the one MTV done, um, he came to the houses. Mm-hmm. We gave him, um, I forgot his name now, but he came to the houses. He can see Reggie. our life. Reggie. Mm-hmm. He can see our life. He sees how we live on a daily basis. I remember when Reggie came, what most people wanted was to come out with a negative mm-hmm. stuff. But, and he came with that intention, but he could see our lives. Mm-hmm. So he saw, I'm always with my people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always among people. Mm-hmm. I don't, um, I don't separate myself as, some 
mm-hmm. kingpin guy somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, if you come to the house, I'm with 20, 30 people. We're all talking, just mm-hmm. and hitting together. Um, but how do we get better? We look at the world, we listen to God, mm-hmm. and then we listen to mentorship. Mm-hmm. Um, people... We listen to right critics. Right critics are people who have walked where you're walking. Mm. They've been, they've been exposed. They've been criticized, and then we talk. And I tell them, okay, I disagree with this because you don't understand what I'm trying to do. We listen to each other, mm-hmm. and then for me, with that, I'm able to take that back into my own private space mm-hmm. and tell myself, is this, is this changing me from who I am? Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't seek fame or wealth. Mm-hmm. I seek to be me. Mm-hmm. I seek to have a full expression of myself. So you're right. After a while, I'm not sure it's toning down. Um, if changing from a, a, a Lambo to a yellow Ferrari is toning down, I'm happy to be turning down. That, this is where I get into trouble. Say, this guy's arrogant. I, I, can actually, I, I don't mind sitting down and talking to you now. Whereas before, I would just be like, let me mind my own business and move. Do you understand? Like, yeah. So, like, I guess you, maybe you've changed your approach or your delivery style and you're still delivering the same message. But do you have any insecurities? Um, insecurities? Mm-hmm. I think I'm too proud for insecurities. <laughs> that's joking. That's you're joking. not joking. No, that's yeah, not yeah, joking. You're not joking. You're not joking. <laughs> what would be my insecurities? Maybe I've never thought of it. Um, because I think I have a very naive approach to life and the world. I'm very um, optimistic. I thought, I think, I thought, I think, I thought, I thought everybody is good. Mm. I thought, you know, we're all good in life. Mm. Whatever I think towards someone is what they are thinking. Mm. So it didn't allow me to have insecurities. Presently, I think my insecurity, (laughs) what would have come out of everything that we've been through is you then get very suspicious of people. Yeah. So you're paranoid. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you yeah. start getting paranoid. And I was told that some paranoia is good um, mm-hmm. because it protects you from wrong people. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to mm-hmm. because to be fair on, on God, if I may use that word, I've always had good people. Mm-hmm. There are people who claim to be close to us and they've gone to say negative stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at them and thinking, you were not close, mm-hmm. but the stranger won't know you're not close mm-hmm. because you can show a picture. But I'm thinking, I didn't know you. Mm-hmm. I don't know you at all. You know, so insecurity, maybe you get paranoid of people. You, you are now thinking, what is their motive? Whereas mm-hmm. before crisis or before criticism, you just thought everybody was nice. Hey, yeah. come, let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how are you? This is what I'm doing. Hey, look at this. Yeah. And then they say, wow, that's nice, but they are hungry. Yeah. You know, so that that would be the most I can think of at the moment. As we've agreed, you're not the conventional pastor. What do you like to do outside of church, outside of SPAC? What do you like to do? Let's do you like to go to... Did you go to the Tory Lanez concert? Did you go to the Wizkid concert? Like, what do you like to do? Um, the Wizkid concert, for example, I don't, I don't want to be there. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's a lot of people. But it's beautiful. I mean, congratulations. On Monday. The Monday. Oh, okay. oh, okay. We were there. Okay. Uh, but I had friends from Nigeria that wanted to go and oh, they wouldn't yeah. go without me. So I said, okay, let's go Wizkid concert. Um, but... Uh, what was do, the you feel like, do you feel like do you feel like pastors Sorry. should participate in things like Wizkid concerts? Because a lot of them, they don't like to go there because maybe it just doesn't look good as a pastor to be at a, 
a concert like that. But what do you, how do you feel about it, people that? people to you. Exactly. No, I know, but That's I'm saying all... that what the perception, what the yeah. The well, perception they should, the they should, they yeah. should ask themselves, what would Jesus do? Mm. The first miracle Jesus ever did was to turn water to wine yeah. in a wedding ceremony. And I hope you know how wild Jewish wedding ceremonies are. Um, you know, anywhere and everywhere there are people. Mm -hmm. There has to be pastors there. Those mm -hmm. are people. Those are the, 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 let's just use the word. Those are the people you're trying to reach or save. <laughs> so you cannot be in isolation to them. And what Jesus said was, go into all the world yeah. systems, mm -hmm. not let all the world come, come to, to you. you. Mm -hmm. So we have to be there. We we have to participate in things mm -hmm. and maybe one person or two people will listen to our message, whatever the message is part time mm -hmm. from being with people, unless you're not sure of yourself what you will end up doing so that yeah. if the pastor thinks he will end up smoking with and say, yeah, 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 yeah. then he shouldn't go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he's mature enough to handle every environment, that's growth. Yeah. So don't hide in your corner um, thinking you are holy without being exposed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, what do you like to watch? Like, do you watch telly? Yes, I do. I love movies a lot. Okay. Um, everything that has to do with crime, I love oh, it. Okay. Yes. Now, course, <laughs> do you watch so, documentaries? Documentaries, So you yes. watch like crime uh, like on CS, what's CSI that? and CSI. stuff like that. Yeah, things do you like watch that. B do you watch BMF? Um, I think I've heard of that, but I'm not sure I've seen it. Okay. I'll That's go good. see that. No, yeah. Yeah. I like spy <laughs> movies as well. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. James Bond. And okay. Stuff yeah. Like okay, that. cool. Yeah. So if you wasn't PT, what do you think you would have done? Entertainment. I will be promoting of musicians. Really? I'll be a show guy. <laughs> I, you know, the way my life was set before, I was going to be a lawyer, a politician, and okay. a businessman in okay. my country. Typical, exactly. So I studied law, um, and I was going to just do some madness in law, and da 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 da. Well, looking at it now, I think for my law, I would have tilted toward music, being a promoter, always been in shows, and making things happen for musicians. Mm. I kind of missed mm. that. I'm thinking, huh, maybe. I, I will be free to drive whatever I have to drive if I did that. Yeah. You know, but I wouldn't trade this because I've seen so many lives change. And mm -hmm. I, I don't know where they would be without me making this decision. Speaking of music, I know there was like um in Spac Nation, there was like a drill group, like of a, dealers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and when they came out, they actually got quite a bit of backlash. Yeah. Because of the way they portrayed themselves and stuff like that. Yeah. How do you feel as past as obviously they, they came from SPAC Nation? Yeah. How did, you, how did you feel about that? Great. I feel so great. Okay. I've never seen, I've never seen a gospel group, mm. you know, reach as many people as they still do. Yeah. By the mm -hmm. way, they still reach a lot of young people. Yeah. Um, they are in court, what we Christians would call testimonies, which will be, People, young people reaching out to mm. them. You don't want to know the number of young people they've taken out of the street. It's a lot. Yeah. So for me, I don't care the approach as mm. long as it's saving lives. Mm -hmm. Of course, the approach won't be gone or yeah, a, a yeah. positive approach. Yeah. When people sit down, I think you're, you're thinking, you guys hear about a 13-year-old being killed. How yeah. is that acceptable? Yeah. I don't understand. If you have a kid, it will make your body jump. 13-year-old yeah, does not know anything. Yeah. You know, so if somebody is saving people like that, I don't care if they wear balaclava mm -hmm. or they're in church. Where, do you, where would you rather they be at? Yeah. You know, so it's about the lives they are changing. Mm -hmm. 
it's not even the views of dealers get that gets me. Mm. It's the fact that they have a positive message and there are a lot of young people who feel like Hope dealers are reachable. Mm -hmm. They can go to Soho right now, meet them in their studio. They are yeah. there. And they will have time to sit down with the kids and say, no, not this way. Don't join that gang. I've been yeah. there and stuff like that. But they couldn't reach them. We couldn't reach them without the music. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you a story. And I've said this many times. Mm -hmm. It's like one day I was sitting in church. This is like Hilton Metropole. Three, four thousand people. Every tough guy in London was in that service. Mm -hmm. And you have the normal, typical church choir singing. They sang beautiful choir, Livingstone Community. Good voice. Everything was good. You see the guy sitting down, just nodding. Then hope dealers come up. And you see the reaction. I'm looking around like, what are the... I don't understand rap music. It's so fast. You can't even catch up. But you see how even tough guys who came into the church looking... Oh. You see how they stood up and they yeah, were yeah. nodding their heads and you're thinking, okay, so this thing works. Yeah. It's getting people's attention. It's getting their participation. Yeah. And so why would we drop that on the altar of it has to look like we think church should look like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows how church should look like. If you look at the Bible, there was no description no, of how church should look like. Church is people. Yeah. And if a culture, if there's a culture that does things that people do, we must participate in yeah. it. But one thing I'm always confused with Christianity and is, is Islam. Christian. Islam, yeah, is that Islam don't make any changes. Right. Why do we as Christians feel like we have to make changes and adapt and everything? They don't adapt. It's about reaching people. I don't I don't want to talk about Islam, but I understand that my dad was a Muslim. Mm -hmm. um, but for us, Jesus was clear. That's our leader in Christianity, at least. He said, go into all the world. Mm -hmm. The word, what there means cosmos, that's systems. Mm -hmm. So he wants us to participate in systems. It's not just about we're going to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. Now, again, so that I don't, I don't go and make the wrong comment, I think the other religion also, in some sect, they make a lot of changes. Okay. They do a lot. And some even take it to the negative side, mm -hmm. extreme negative side yeah, and okay. stuff like that. So I'll keep it at okay, that. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh -huh. So we do, we, we have to make changes. What must not change is the message. Mm -hmm. As Christians, we believe in Jesus and all that. Um, but how do you reach a new generation? Mm -hmm. If we don't make changes, imagine as a pastor now, I'll still be wearing the robe Jesus wore. Yeah, but how <laughs> do you make sure the message is louder than what you're delivering? Because sometimes what happens is the message gets, you know, swept away because people are caught up in the, the style of what you're, the approach you're taking. So how do you make sure that my priority is to bring people closer to God and let them know that, you know, being a Christian doesn't mean that you can't have a good job, live a good life and mm. all of that stuff. But how do you make sure that's being heard first mm -hmm. before drip, daddy, all of these stuff? How do you it, find it, the balance? It, voices increase with time. Okay. Reach has to be the first thing. Okay. You reach people mm -hmm. and your voice of message gets louder. Like yeah, you've observed. Sure. You said, yeah. at first, I just saw you coming out. But now your voice is getting, your, the yeah. message is mm -hmm. getting passed across. Mm -hmm. So remember, I've been preaching for 17 years. Mm -hmm. I don't think till 2016 or 17, you guys know who Pastor Toby is. No. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. All of a sudden, um, BBC comes or whoever comes and they show a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Over time, if the person is genuine, mm -hmm. they'll go through all the criticism, but their voice will be getting louder and stronger. Mm -hmm. So, but the problem is pastors want the voice first. Mm -hmm. It can't be. It, we live in a world where 
um, musicians can pack up arenas because yeah. they just sing, yeah. you know. So how do you compete with that? What are you going to mm -hmm. do? You're trying to pass a message about morality. Most of these guys grew up in homes where they were forced to church almost every day. Yeah. Most of them. So they think they already heard enough of church. Mm -hmm. They don't want to hear it anymore. So we have to come in full force of attraction. Maybe we attract 1,000 people, we're able to keep 10, they hear the voice. Then those 10 that have caught the message, will spread it to another 20. Mm -hmm. It takes time for our side. Mm -hmm. So I must not allow my eagerness mm -hmm. to let the message pass. I must not allow that to overshadow how to attract first. Mm -hmm. So what we mastered was the act of attraction. Mm -hmm. Okay, so obviously you made it seem like it's like a tactic, but you do enjoy the drip daddy. You enjoy the fashion, you enjoy the jewels, the lifestyle, the cars, you're living a soft life. I, I've said it. I, I, I would have done this if mm -hmm. it's not even changing life. It's who I am. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to realize something. You know, for me, let's say I went LV. Mm -hmm. I was able to reach everyone mm -hmm. from the worker in LV all the way to their creative director who mm -hmm. has passed. I was able to reach them with the message. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to put the message or the reaching of them on Instagram, mm -hmm. but I'm able to pass the message to them mm -hmm. from the worker in the store all the way. Mm -hmm. I'm still the only pastor who has the jewelry world in this country that they will listen to and I can sit down with different jewelers and mm -hmm. preach the message to them. Mm -hmm. They come to church. So mm -hmm. did they so give you discount? <laughs> I hope so. Now you guys are listening now, so it's about time. It's about time. But I'm able to sit sit with them and reason with them. I've had situations where they want to fight each other, and I'm the guy who says, yeah. "That's the message. Yeah. The message." And most of these work happen without the gram on it. I'm mm -hmm. not going to record it and keep putting it yeah. on the gram. God wants us to reach all layers of people without mm -hmm. rejecting or condemning any. Mm -hmm. So that when they want to make decisions that will impact other lives as well, either especially negatively, there's a pastor there to say, why don't we look at it this way? That's the influence mm -hmm. and all that. So it is, for me, it is not just about wearing those things. It's about the fact that there are people who provide those things. They are humans as well. Mm -hmm. And somebody needs to reach them. Mm -hmm. Marriages that we've had to intervene with, that normally they won't even call a pastor. Mm -hmm. But yeah. because they think, oh, by the way, there's this Toby guy that, and he's a pastor, he can help me. And then they reach out to me and mm -hmm. I say, of course, I'll be in your mm -hmm. home. And mm -hmm. we sit down and we talk and they are happy thereafter. Mm -hmm. It's about reaching people. So what we wear, how we look, has a lot more to do than just one, changing the life of young people to look up to us in a way. It also affects the people that provide those things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you guys have got the questions rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay, so when you walked in here, yeah. so when you arrived, yeah. you arrived with entourage. Right. You came with, is there security outside? Yeah. You came with security. Bro, you can't, listen. you're talking about that. I had to, when I was thinking, Listen, I thought there was a helicopter. Like, <laughs> why, <laughs> why, why do you feel you need all of the security? Like, what, why? For me, um, I, if you ask my guys, sometimes I jump in the car and drive to places mm. myself. Until I began to realize that, and they kept saying, now it's dangerous. Okay. It was for me, imagine one day I was in a restaurant and the restaurant, a restaurant in Mayfair, everywhere when I got, when I came in, they were positive, that, 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 good respect yeah, and good yeah. vibe. But what that did was, um, it just made some people know I'm there and they were outside to rob me. 
They were oh. there. They want to rob. They want to oh, wow. uh, just okay. do something and put it on Instagram yeah, and say okay. we did this to pass and clout, you know, and stuff like that. So so I think gradually I had to start agreeing with um the the my guys to mm-hmm. say, okay. I don't think we are what we used to be. Mm. And they would want me now and say, no, you can't do that. You have to sink this into your head mm-hmm. that as much as there are many good people, mm. there are also people who don't even need to kill you. They just need to put something embarrassing online yeah, yeah, yeah. to That's prove true. that we punched yeah. PT mm-hmm. or we did this and did that. For me, I would like to roll alone. I would like to drive a nice sports car and just arrive somewhere you didn't easy. didn't have to say the car now. <laughs> I said sports car. There are many sports cars. There's a Hyundai sports car. <laughs> what, what legacy do you want to live behind? Like, what do you want one people that don't know you yeah. to say this is Pastor Toby and what do you want the people who do know you because I feel like there's two types of legacies you want to leave behind mm. the ones that are close to you and the people you know for everybody else to know. yeah um, those who don't know me I want the legacy would be that young black people mm-hmm. can do well mm. and that's without being musicians or footballers mm. that wealth especially in a very difficult country like this mm-hmm. that it's normal for a black man or woman to to live in a in a million pound house or mm-hmm. 10 million pound house it is it has to become normal yeah the whole coordination of spark nation is make wealth normal mm-hmm. so that our kids don't have to look up to crime and stuff like that i want that's my number one legacy yeah. and that's not of, of course people would then say oh it should be spiritual jesus is that some pastors can do that for me i want a black girl to arrive and it's not us having to say Black Lives Matter. Mm. It is, it's got to become normal. Mm-hmm. You know, look at a black girl and say, yes, it's the CEO of HSBC and it's normal. It's not like, wow, mm-hmm. black woman. Yeah. And the same thing for our men. I want prosperity and wealth to become normal. When wealth becomes normal to you, you can then use yours the way you choose to. Mm-hmm. Someone can say, well, I don't like cars. I'm not into, that's your choice, mm-hmm. but you have wealth. Then yeah. you can, wealth mm-hmm. gives you a choice. Mm-hmm. That's for those who don't know me. For those who know me, the legacy is always going to be sacrificial life for the sake of our community. You mm-hmm. sacrifice everything. Either they like you or not, you continuously sacrifice. I will tell my 10-year-old daughter what is the number one way to wealth. Mm-hmm. She knows. She's going to tell you. What's the number one way to help wealth? Helping others. Mm-hmm. That's what those who know me will think okay. of. Mm-hmm. They, will, they will think of, if you want to be wealthy, you help others. It doesn't matter how they accept it or not. You just know that you're the helping guy. And for our youth out there, how can they get in contact with you? How can they reach out to you? We, we've got, we've got um, eight, nine families now. We've got okay. nine families. Um, so These are not the houses. These not the houses. Families. These are about 50 houses, but families. So okay. what we have in Spark Nation, people have head pastors. We have head of families. Okay. In the nation family, that's the most sacred thing. So they can reach the... So for example, let me give you an example of the houses. There's one called House of Medics. Mm-hmm. It's just for people, young girls and guys who want to be involved in the medical field. Okay. Mm. Um, so we, it's just their house. And it's led by a doctor who is a surgeon, one of the best black oh, okay. surgeons in the UK, young as well. So people who want to go into the medical field, they'll connect with that kind of a house. Oh. They may even be living with their parents. They go to the house in the evening. They see 
fellow medical mm-hmm. uh, practitioners or stuff like that. They rub minds, they go back to their house. So depending on what field you people want to participate in, they look for those families. We have nine at the moment. They mm-hmm. reach out to them. Me directly uh, is, uh, like I said, I'm not very techy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I do check my DMs most times and I make sure I reply my DMs mm-hmm. myself as much as I can. Okay. On the normal day, I'll have two, three, four hundred, maybe more. And I make sure oh. at a certain time, I reply up to hundred, two hundred every okay. day and stuff like that. So people can reach out to me. I'm there. I'm not, I'm not a celebrity. I'm just, I'm Some just people PT. think you are. Yeah. Oh, well. Some people, like, I see yeah. a couple people, like, when they see you, they're like, oh, PT, PT. I see that too many times everywhere, but I'm surprised why. I'm thinking, hey, <laughs> listen, I'm just, I just hit Amala. And, um, <laughs> are anyway, you from Ibadan? I'm, I'm not from Ibadan, but I but grew up there. Oh. I grew up there. They why? love What's it. Wrong? They love Amala. You don't? No. Oh, really? No, it's not. Oh, you've been westernized. Oh. <laughs> What's your best food? Panjajam and Okor. Oh, yeah. We're in the same group. That's, <laughs> yeah, 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 brothers a, and sisters. Mm, not me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to ask some fire questions. Very um, lighthearted, very fun. So okay. don't take anything too seriously. None of, none of this is serious, to be fair. So. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So just to finish it off. All right. So... Um, so it's either or questions, yeah? Can okay. only and you one? have three seconds. Three seconds to answer. God help me. <laughs> UK seconds, not Nigerian. Because <laughs> okay. Nigerian seconds is at 30 minutes. <laughs> okay, so read minds or be invisible? Read minds. Watch or chain? Watch. Would you rather all your pics in your gallery exposed or all your messages in your phone exposed? Messages, is fine. Okay. <laughs> um, always cry when you laugh or smile in awkward situations. Smile in awkward situations. Um, owe money or owe a favor? Favor. Go to war or go to jail? War. Um, best dressed or best looking? Best dressed. More time or more money? Wow. That one is tricky. <laughs> I can use money to buy time. Money. Okay. Um, travel anytime in the future or travel back in the past? Future. Um, lose all your money or lose all your memories? Oh, memories. What do I want to do with memories? <laughs> <laughs> there are memories I want to forget forever. <laughs> memories. memories. Don't worry about memories. Okay, two more. Um, explore space or explore the ocean? Space. And last one, nice car or nice crib? Actually, no, Ooh. sorry, sorry. Yeah, ocean. 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 ocean, really? Ocean. You want to see what's down there? You don't know yeah. what's down there. You don't know what's up there. There's nothing. Even from what we found up there, from what they <laughs> told us, it's just empty space. Ocean, I want to see new fish and fishes. Mm, okay. What? If if you... <laughs> 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 Something must kill a man. Okay, yeah, last one. So, nice car, nice crib. Whoa. Hi. Trip for master. now, for now, car. Okay. Okay. That was it. That was it. So, so thank you awesome. so much. So do you have any questions that you want to ask us? Oh. Yeah, what are you guys? What, what are we? <laughs> I'm sure. Beautiful human beings for that matter. Thank, thank you. you. Friends, sisters, what what is it? We're all friends. We're friends, yeah. For um, how many years? Not well, well, I met Maxi this year, actually. Yeah, we met this and year. And I've known her for a few like, two thousand coming up to seven, eight years. Yeah. What drives you guys? What's, what's, what drives you? Why you or individually? Individually, mm. first. What drives you, Maxi? 
Why are you coming to me first? Because I need your answer to help my answer. Yeah. <laughs> what drives me? Um, making my parents proud. Wow. Um, my family, my children, um, making God proud. And just, I just want, I want to fulfill everything that I want to do. Like, I don't want to have, I don't want to have any regrets when I'm older. Wow. Let me do what I need to do when I'm young. Beautiful. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think what drives me is like, um, I want my daughter to look at me and be proud of me. That's wow. it. Um, I don't want for her to ever ask for something and I can't do it because wow. I didn't do enough yeah. in life. That's it. Beautiful. Um, my failures actually drive me. Oh, wow. Like knowing the mistakes and the stuff I've done drives me to want to be better and achieve more. Mm. Obviously my children, but um, what drives me more is I want to be old and older and see my children not needing me. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Now that's touching to me. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I feel very peaceful here. Oh, that's good. Was you you a bit concerned when you first came? Uh, Because I don't know what to expect. When we were coming, but once we stepped in, I thought, okay, this is nice. Oh, thank you. It's peaceful. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. And what do you think about us? What like what's your first impressions? I'm 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 quite um is it surprised or I have more digging to do about why you think the way you think. Mm. Okay. Because normally, um, young black girls think differently. But I'm listening to you now and I th- see how you perceive things mm-hmm. from Spark Nation to everything about life, your openness. Mm. For me, that's like, okay, wow, there are people out there who have thoughts. But okay. you know, you know, what's so funny. I feel like how when we first started, yeah, is different to how we are now. So mm-hmm. I feel like we've all helped each other. Yeah, right. like 100%. we're all in an individual journey, but we're all helping each other subconsciously. And yeah. obviously, so. guests like you coming on as well is quite insightful. Yeah, mm-hmm. seeing Definitely. things and obviously everyone has had their reservations of Spac Nation. Yeah, and just hearing from and just hearing PT, you speak yeah. and hearing how you see things mm-hmm. and how things are within your family. Yeah. it also helps us in puts terms of how we view things yeah. and yeah. puts things into perspective. Like yeah. you said, yeah, that's so, amazing. We appreciate yeah. you coming down. Thank I, I, I thank you for having me. Thank, yeah. you. thank you, thank you, very thank much. you so much. I feel like it's a Time well invested. So. Oh, oh, good. Yeah. That's the PT that's said it, nice. Yeah, yeah, it is. Listen, sponsors, hit us up. Hit us up. Why do I always put an American accent when I, it comes to the end? I don't know. Okay. So subscribe, like, comment, all of that good stuff. Thank, Thank you nice very much guys. for watching. Bye. Thank you. Bye.